Cassie and Michael rode west on the only two horses their newly formed clan had managed to scrounge in the week since they'd arrived at Cassie's small, self-sufficient farm outside Lancaster's hilly Pennsylvania Dutch countryside. It had been a dangerous trek under frequent attack by well-armed invading forces. They'd lost one of their own to the invaders only days before they arrived at Cassie's farm. But the clan was now settling in nicely the formerly urban clan members pitching in with more enthusiasm than skill as they learned the unfamiliar chores that would keep Cassie's uncommonly well-designed little farm going. They all knew that any sense of safety was a dangerous illusion, but work needed doing, so there was little time for worry. There was no safety anywhere now, not in this awful new world made for them by the invaders. Behind the two riders, wisps of smoke still rose from the burnt-out wreckage of the nearby Patterson family farm. It was direct evidence of raiding by vicious gangs, mostly people forced out into the country as cities eastward to New York and beyond were rendered unlivable. Cassie kept silent now, her jaw clenched. The once peaceful Patterson spread had been a scene from hell. Every building burnt, and the fields, laden with crops almost ready to harvest, torched. They had found the mangled corpses of Mr. and Mrs. Patterson hanging side by side on a sturdy branch of the rugged old oak tree by the barn. Nearby, the corpses of their two teenage children sprawled in unnatural poses, partly carved up. The sight had almost made Cassie vomit. Around the farm, nothing of value remained. Cassie was thankful she'd had Michael, the clan's resident jarhead, with her today. Michael interrupted her rage-filled thoughts. She thought she heard a volcanic anger in his voice, belying the mask of disciplined calm that Michael usually wore in battle. "'What do you make of the sign they left?' he asked. Cassie looked blankly back at Michael, her brain in a fog. It took a second for her to understand his words. Then she answered, "'They didn't bring that sign with them raiding, I think. They probably built it using wood from the Patterson's farm buildings. The paint was probably Patterson blood. It's a warning and a brag.' Yeah, makes sense, I reckon. What do you think it means, though? Red locusts swarm, and the rats in the corn will flee or die. It doesn't seem real. They're the locusts, and the farmers are the rats in the corn. At least we have a name for them now. Red locusts. And if she ever caught one of those monsters, they'd truly be red with their own blood. Cassie wanted to cut off their genitals and shove them down their throats, or do something equally horrific and satisfying. In the week since they'd arrived at her homestead, the bodies they found hacked up in nearby farms, many in traditional Amish farm clothing, had gone from being simply murdered corpses to showing evidence of cannibalism. The remnants of the Patterson barbecue proved that the raiders had progressed to slaughtering decent people for food. Long pig, Cassie shuddered overwhelmed with rage, fear, and disgust. Michael grunted. Well, they're long gone. That scene looks about a day old, and I hope they left without hitting your friend's place. Karma's coming for them, I swear it. Call me Karma. Cassie frowned. Angie's an old lady, but a good farmer. We could use her knowledge. If she's alive, I'd like to bring her back and make her part of our clan, God willing. She didn't tell Michael how unlikely she thought it was that Angie would be alive, Her place was too close to the Patterson farm to be so lucky, but she had to check. They rode on in silence a while until they came in view of a small homestead. Cassie cried out a strangled scream as ahead of them Angie's home blazed. 
Wordlessly, Cassie and Michael dismounted and readied their rifles. They hitched the horses to a branch and then crept forward to investigate. Cassie soon wished she hadn't. Angie, the happy and harmless elderly lady who'd traded her delicious preserves to Cassie in exchange for a bit of help now and then, lay spread-eagled on the hood of her car. She didn't have any real meat on her bones, so she'd thankfully been spared being carved into food. But those damn assholes had slit her throat. Nailed to the back of her head was a single board torn from her house judging by the paint on it, and in her blood they had written on it, Hoarder.